pretty sure you agree with me, but I'm really excited that we're going to share some thoughts on creativity today. You know, that's what the Thought Row podcast is all about. Well, we've had a lot of creative people uh, on our show. There's a lot of creative people Mm -hmm. in this world, and we've been really fortunate to uh, chat with some of them and, and get to know them. You know, all of those wonderful interviews and all of the great comments we see received are so cool and so appreciated. You bet. everyone. Hope you've been having a wonderfully creative week. I'm Ron Jones, and we celebrate what people love to do creatively by giving them a voice so you can learn and be motivated from their life's experiences. And I'm Angie Jones. Welcome to Thought Row Podcast. We invite you to subscribe wherever you listen, and we focus on sharing with everyone how they can think, be, and live more creatively. Uh, You you know, you and I decided that this would be a good time to do an episode with just you and I. Yeah. I think this is going to be interesting and fun. <laughs> I'd we, say. Haven't, we haven't done this in a while, so this is going to be kind of fun. I know. So let's start with a quote um, to get the episode started. Good idea. Okay. What do you have for us today? I have a really interesting quote, and here it is. A summer night is the perfect reflection of thoughts. And that is by Wallace Stevens. And if you don't know who Wallace Stevens is, he's one of America's most respected 20th century poets. So look him up, um, Google him after we're done uh, with the episode here. He was also a philosopher of aesthetics, vigorously exploring the notion of poetry as the supreme fusion of the creative imagination and objective reality. Um, Because of the extreme technical and thematic complexity of his work, Stevens was sometimes considered a difficult poet. You know, when you... um when you said you were going to do a quote from a poet, yeah. and then after I found out who it was, mm-hmm. um, I looked him up, and I knew, I mean, I heard the name before, he was pretty, if you know anything about poetry, you know who this guy is, yeah, yeah. generally speaking. But what I was really impressed by, and they kept repeating the fact that he um, he had an extremely strong vocabulary, and I'm not so sure how easy that was to do back then because he didn't have Google search or or uh, all the... Uh, no, but he probably had one of those really beautiful, massive dictionaries that you would see like at a very exclusive library somewhere where it's Or a it's gentleman's just, club. Or I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they do. Those old days. <laughs> do they, they have dictionaries? There? Yeah, they did. With their they old drink center. and look at dictionaries. Look at, no, but they would argue. They would sit around and argue okay. about it. And somebody would bring up a point, and then they would walk over to that podium or that stand that had that big, giant yeah. uh, dictionary. And then they look up the word. Then they go back, sit down, pour another scotch, and argue about it. And by the way, smoke a scar. That sounds kind of nice. Very, minus the cigar part. Very, yeah. very British. Yeah. Great poet, great oh, quote, yeah. and I'm, I'm really glad you shared that one, especially because we're going to kind of talk about summer a little bit, right? We are going to talk about summer, and, um, you know, I wanted to ask you, Rod, what is your favorite thing about summer? It, pr- probably not something that most people would really think about, but mm-hmm. it made a big impression on my life personally, Yeah, because uh, 
when I grew up, I, I went to school that was actually not too far from our home, so I walked to school. And uh, the day that school uh, let out for the summer always landed on my birthday almost every oh, single time. <laughs> and then I would have to come home with my report card, which was dismal at best. Mm-hmm. I would hand uh, my mom my and my dad, well, usually my mom first, I'd hand my report card. They would look at me with disappointing sad faces. And then I'd go, yeah, but it's summer <laughs> and it's my birthday. And they go, yes, it is. And we'll celebrate your birthday a little bit later. And I would run out and play. Mm-hmm. And that was when you had a full summer to play. So my birthday has always been something special to me just because of that memory. So, yeah, I mean, that is a kind of a neat thing that school was out on your birthday. It's almost like a gift. Yeah, point. and a lot of it was really interesting. A lot of my friends, probably my very, very best friend, um, he used to envy me. He used to say, God, you're so lucky because when you take your report card home, they really can't yell at you on your birthday. That's kind of true, I guess. So you had a, a free pass there, huh? Yeah. That was cool. Okay, so what about you? What's your favorite oh, thing gosh. about summer? You know, the favorite thing about summer is road trips and swimming and the wonderful warm weather because I I'm not a real big fan of cold weather as yeah, you I know, know. I just it makes me feel horrible. But Especially because we live in the mountains. Yeah, we where live it in snows. the mountains where it snows and it's really cold. But I really like um, the warm weather and I like swimming and um, just just being warm and and wearing summer clothes but the road trips i think like you and i've taken a ton of road trips and growing up we took road trips and it's always so much fun to get in a car and go somewhere and see all the scenery and meet new people and eat in diners and you know just really your whole life changes with this this little road trip that you're taking in a car. Well, a lot of things that you and I also used to do, no matter what town we went into, Mm -hmm. the smaller the town, the better. We would always find their museum or their library because a lot of libraries in smaller towns have kind of a combination museum. Yeah. And they have the history or or go into the uh, national park. They always have a museum. Yeah. And, uh, I really enjoyed that. I learned a lot. It was fun to explore what was going on in these little towns. Yeah. Uh, and their histories go way back. It's surprising. You know what I liked when we would go to different little te- teeny towns is walking through their their main street and seeing their interaction with each other and their lives, just their lives in general was fascinating to me of what they would you know how they would interact with each other i thought that was really like really sweet to see a little snippet of their lives and how they pronounced words well sometimes yeah <laughs> that's true it depends on where you go depends that's on true. where you go people yeah. people uh i mean yeah. we're in southern california and i have that typical california slur uh-huh. uh but when you get out of southern california it's interesting to hear what is that called dialects people's Di- dialects yeah, dialects and then, you know, if you go down south, it's a little different, too. Yeah. And up north, it's different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I wonder if uh, people are more or less creative in the summer. Well, that's a really good question. So are they more in vacation mode or are they? do they have time off and they can experiment with their creativity, whatever that is? I wonder. Well, I know hmm. I know a lot of famous artists. I don't know them personally, but uh, like Picasso, for example, they always a lot of those famous artists refer to the painting season, mm-hmm. and uh, like Thomas Hart Benton, a lot of the and Pollock, 
all of them would go upstate New York for the summer, and they would just relax and play in the water, play board games, whatever, play cards, and just totally relax. They wouldn't, I don't know this for a fact, but I suspect they weren't really thinking about getting back in the studio and starting to paint. And I know writers uh, will take time off. They have to, just, have to, to, just to center you're, themselves. Yeah, you're, I think it, you get too much in your head as a writer, too, and it's you need to take time off from that. Well, summer is the, is the time that people take vacations. If you live in an area... Uh, like we do, where it snows and it gets cold, mm-hmm. it's not. You don't think about vacation. You know, you just think about shoveling snow and keeping firewood and <laughs> yeah. and doing stuff more online or reading or relaxing or listening to music. But uh, summer things, you're not going to the lake. You're not True. Uh, boating. You're not going on road trips. In the winter, right? You're saying, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You don't do any of that and stuff in the winter. So summer is truly a time to relax. Yeah, and explore and have fun. Definitely. So when do you think you are the most creative, Ron? Like do, do, a time of day or something? <laughs> thanks, huh? thanks for setting me up. A time of um, day, hint? Uh, well, I don't know. I've mentioned this before. In fact, I mentioned it on the podcast before. And, uh, and on social media. When, and your response was really, the people that responded to it were really interesting, too. So, yeah. Well, 3 a.m., <laughs> and I actually and I actually Google that to find out if that was a common thing for people to wake up right. at three AM. And the first thing I do at three AM is look at my uh clock. Uh-huh. Usually my phone to confirm it's three AM, yeah, right? And okay. By golly, as they say, it is. You know, it's <laughs> You're on three time. it's three AM <laughs> and I and but that's when I get these really brilliant ideas. And then I read somewhere that if it's a really, really good idea, it'll stay in your head until the morning and then you can write it down. That is that is factually not true because I will tell you, I have done that and I thought, Oh, it's gonna stick and it does not. I forget. Yeah, well, so you're not, not the true. only one because I certainly have forgot a million really good ideas. So what I started to do uh, was write them down. Normally, I would talk it in, but because you're sleeping, I don't want to disturb your rest. Mm-hmm. And so I'll kind of put it in notes and hieroglyph- hieroglyphically. <laughs> Just with emojis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with emojis. And so. so I'll put a note in there as to what I am wanted to remember but yeah 3 a.m and what about you actually i think i kind of know when you're creative you know when i'm creative i i'm more of an afternoon to early evening person it used to be that i was really super creative like late at night but now it's it's kind of moved up a little i don't know maybe i'm getting older (laughs) i don't know well well, yeah the difference between you and I is I'm a morning person. Yeah, you and are. And you're more afternoon, afternoon evening. evening. I yeah. get up early. That's where all the uh, most of my energy is in the early morning. And I notice yours picks up in the afternoon. Yep, that's when everything starts clicking in. Yeah, and then and not then, in the morning. No, and you can heck no. You can write into the evening. Uh-huh. I've seen you do it. Um, and that's when that's when uh, your brain's awake. I'm, I I envy the morning people. Because they seem so like little birds. They're like chirping and they're awake and everything's flowing. And it's like I look at it and go, God, I need another cup of coffee. That is 
that is too much energy in the morning, people. <laughs> yeah, well, um, it's always served me well. But, yeah. but there's, you know, different people. I mean, there's a lot of uh, writers that write in the middle of the night. They write all they night do. long and sleep all day. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be kind of me. I, I, I could do that. Yeah. I, um, I would be more in that wavelength, I guess. Well, I would be sleeping Yeah. while you're writing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, what is the most creative thing that you do? Uh, that you get the most enjoyment from? Ooh, that's a hard one because it depends on the 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 day. I mean, there's different creative things that I like to do. Sometimes it's painting. Sometimes it's writing. Sometimes it's cooking. Um, you know, it, it it varies. It's not the same. It's not the same. Is that an answer? Yeah, it's a pretty okay. good answer. I mean, I, okay. I appreciate the fact that cooking gives you a great amount of joy. I love that's, cooking. That's been, um, that's been a blessing for me, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And you're such a good cook. Oh, thanks. I, You know, they turn out, so it's good. Yeah. It's edible. Yeah, I'll yeah. say. So, what is the most creative thing that you get enjoyment from, Rod? It would be hard for me to focus on one thing. I have to say that, obviously, I get enjoyment from painting. Mm-hmm. But um, over the last couple of years, I get a lot of enjoyment out of getting up early and writing. Mm-hmm. I've written some stories, fiction and nonfiction. Very cool. And ones, I didn't by really the way. know. I didn't really know. Uh, you know, if I could do that. And um, I had just a ton of fun doing it, especially developing characters, uh, because I've had a lot of life's experiences, so I can kind of relate to different people's uh, experiences in their lives and and chart it down as them speaking from their position. Mm-hmm. But I think I have to say that's probably uh, over the last few years has given me the most creative enjoyment. It's really fun and it doesn't require, I mean, I encourage everybody to do this because it doesn't really require anything. If you got a pencil and a piece of paper, you can write. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can type it into a computer and if you're like me, I talk it in. Uh, but just you know, I recommend that people write. It's a very creative thing to do, and and I, it's my understanding. And I don't really do this that much. I know you do it periodically. Mm, and that. journaling. Sometimes I don't journal a lot. I, I it would be nice if I could, because I feel like that could be a, a good way to um, sort out your thoughts a little more. So that might be kind of cool. But no, I don't journal. Well, it's very popular. It's very popular. I, I, I've tried it, and it just even when I was. It, an angsty teen, I didn't get into it. I think I had two pages in my diary. That was it. And we had a guest on that was all mm-hmm. about journaling. All about journaling. Yeah. Angel- Angelina Fielding. Fielding, yes. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can check her out on social yes. media. She's wonderful. Um, in fact, actually, I think she creates journals. She creates beautiful journals. So, yeah, we'll put a link for her um yeah, her okay. journals, that would be her, cool to her see. Her journals are incredible. check them out. They're yeah, so pretty. They're gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so what do you, where, how has social media, speaking of social media, how has social media influenced your creativity, Rod? Because I know you enjoy it very much. Like you're, you're on it, you're really active. I'm not as good at it because I get, a little frozen. Well, you know, um, it's one of those things mm-hmm. that you love to hate and hate to love. Mm-hmm. I 
I really like the fact that I've met a lot of really, really talented and interesting people. Mm-hmm. And um, and we've become friends so on social media. Yeah, Some yeah. of these people I, I know that totally. live in other parts of the world will probably never meet each other in person. But it's been... Uh, it's it's been nice. I really like it. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of talk now about the algorithms and how things are changing, and it's becoming more difficult. And I can see that myself. But you, you can meet some really nice people, and you know there's some mean people on there too. But mm-hmm. they're easy there's to avoid. There, yeah. Well, the nice you just thing about block them. I, I was say the, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> the nice thing about social media is you can hit the Absolutely. block button, and Absolutely. and they're out of your life. Um, the, the, you know. Social media is how you, uh, if you're a creative person, Mm -hmm. that's how you present your creativity. Rather, you're uh, like we had an opera singer on, right? Mm -hmm. And we met her through social media. Yeah, she was lovely. Yeah. She's a lovely lady. And and I've gotten to know her even more just by her posts. So what do you think that you have learned from some of the people that we've had on the show, like regarding their creativity what do you think was your takeaway on regarding the people on the show? I would have to say that, and I wasn't really surprised at this, mm-hmm. but I was really excited to know that there are some incredibly creative people in this world. And unfortunately, they they don't get the recognition that they probably deserve. True. I know that's something that we've tried to do with this podcast mm-hmm. is, is give people a platform right. to where they can talk about themselves and how creative they are and what they do. Right. Um, and that's been, for me, that's been a real joy. Because when we when we do a podcast with somebody, we interview them first. Right. And sometimes I think our initial interviews are fascinating. I wish, yeah, sometimes I wish we had pressed the record button because those were so spontaneous and um, filled with that person's personality that I'm I'm regretful we don't sometimes do that where we can introduce the casual conversation in in with the formal interview yeah the cam the the casual conversations is when we get to know them and they get to know us yes, and we all uh-huh. have a comfort level and I think if we told them that we were recording it they would be a little nervous yeah, they, think, yeah some some people do i mean they get and shoot i did when we started <laughs> this it was i had it was a real the mic and i were not the best friends yeah uh, but you as just, i've you done get used this to it after a while well you yeah. know and i and i really really enjoy doing it now but probably the thing i enjoy the most is talking to the people mm-hmm. and, and learning about their lives and what they do uh when we had that couple on Jer- Sherry and Jerry. Sherry and Jerry. Yeah. They were both very supportive. One's an artist. One's a writer. Uh, they were both very supportive of each other. Uh, I encourage everyone to listen to that episode. Um, they're great. And she is very talented. And he so is talented. very talented as a poet. Very much so. And, and they were so. Quote. Yeah. Getting back to poets. Um, you know, the thing about having the guests that we've had on the show is I love that how they wanted to share their lives with us. And I appreciate the fact that they were so giving. And that's something that's interesting about creatives. I think as a whole, I mean, there are some out there that are, you know, have 
some interesting personalities that maybe they're not as giving. But for as a whole, I feel like creative people are very giving and want to share their talents and their thoughts and their ideas because they want it to expand instead of keeping it all to themselves, I think. I think. I was very surprised at how open and genuine yeah. people are. Yeah. And they, they, in some cases, we've had people share some very... Personal things. Personal, yeah, very yeah. intimate and personal things about their lives, all the way back to when they were a child, if their childhood wasn't as stellar as they would hope. Right. Um, all the way up to what they're currently doing, how they overcame some of the challenges that they faced. I mean, we had a, a gentleman on that went through some a huge but he got beat up he almost died yeah and then he's a writer and he's a very accomplished writer yeah jason I thought, jason jason Thor- jason thornberry thornberry he was yeah he's phenomenal he's a dear heart he's a good guy such such a talent and so uh such a good writer like he is phenomenal yeah and then yeah. and then uh the guitar player mm-hmm Classical guitar. Yeah, Rizaltoni. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the, gosh. Every time he posts on Facebook or on um, Instagram, I am such a fan because he, his his music is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. It really is. And, I, and I've never done this because I don't want to take advantage of our friendship. But I'd almost like to have him do our opening music. Yeah, that would be kind of cool, right? At yeah. Least, his, at least his, once. His, yes. That would his, be his jazz guitar is classical guitar. And he plays both electric and acoustic, mm-hmm. right? He does. I and think he plays a lot of things. But he's really, like, his music is just so soothing and wonderful. Well, both you and I agree on yeah. that. Yeah. So, you know, I know that you were going to let everyone know about our vacation plans here. Well, <laughs> I just wanted to let everyone know uh, that for the month of August, yeah. we're going to take uh, a bit of a break. Break time. Yeah. So if you missed any past episodes, uh, I'll repost them on social media. Maybe an opportunity for you to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll give you a chance maybe to catch up on some that you missed. And I encourage you to do that. However, I encourage you even more to take a break, recharge your own creative soul. You know, maybe through the summer, uh, you're not going to get to take a vacation for a whole host of reasons. But just maybe it's just uh, hard because I know people that are traveling right now, maybe on a plane or whatever between the airports and the hotels, it can be a little challenging. So maybe you're deciding to have a staycation at home. Oh, I like that, and not have to deal with all the stress and that's cool too go locally enjoy the sights and sounds and explore your own environments yeah or fix yourself a cup of tea and sit outside the weather's nice and read a book and like uh, underneath a tree vacation in, in your inside yourself yeah yeah so kind of cool like our friend uh, dewitt does he does and he's so good and i love looking at his pictures of his area and his yard and all the good things he's growing in georgia Totally jealous, by the way, of, of all the things he's growing. And he looks he, so and, good. And he is a brilliant poet and a brilliant writer. He is. Um, great guy. He is. In every respect. Well, you know, probably one of the best things about summer that everyone can agree upon is that it is a great time to enjoy nature and replenish yourself. And fall is going to be here soon enough, so don't hurry 
and enjoy the lazy days of summer because we're heading into August now pretty soon and, you know, enjoy the last bits of summer here. Yeah, like you said, fall mm-hmm. will show up sooner than you mm-hmm. had hoped. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the one thing that you do to relax? What, what relaxes you the most, Angie? Oh, gosh. Um, I really enjoy listening to music. I enjoy reading. I enjoy cooking. But I, I think that what really relaxes me the most is when I meditate because I really feel like that's replenishing for my body on a cellular level as well as, well as spiritually. I've, I'm a big fan of meditation. Yeah, I know you'll you'll plug in your little headset and lay on bed and and go into your meditation. It's really nice to see that. I, I love it, and you know, if you haven't tried it, go to YouTube. There are tons of channels there that are meditation channels, and they're absolutely free. You go in, you can put in your headphones, lay on a bed, or sit if you prefer. I like to lay down because then I take a nap with it too. But I really feel rejuvenated afterwards. And over the summer, try it. You know, they have kind of shorter meditations. And you can give it a try and and you'll be amazed at how um, rejuvenated you will feel. I can tell um, after you've meditated, you have kind of an aura around you of being relaxed Yes, I, I highly recommend it to everyone out there. So what do you do to relax, Rod? Um, probably the thing that I do that relaxes me the most is if I sit in a chair, uh, put on a headset and listen to some classical music, a good headset where the audio quality is pretty decent, and uh, I'll listen to classical music, some of my favorite pieces, and what happens is I kind of go into a half sleep state mm-hmm. and my brain is kind of drifting, but it's very relaxed, uh, very pleasant space to be. I, I guess it's kind of the same thing you get when you listen to meditation. But for me, listening to light classical uh, just really relaxes me. And sometimes just just other types of music, almost always music that has no words. Yeah, that's really interesting that you listen to music exclusively, I think. Really, you don't listen to a lot of music that has words or lyrics. Well, once you all. once you start introducing lyrics into a song, the first thing I start doing is repeating it in my head. And then, it, like everybody says, oh, that song stuck in my head all day long. And it has a tendency to do that with me. So it uh, might be my dyslexia. But whatever it is, I just... Plain music. Just like everybody. No words. Yeah, no words. Okay. Keep the words out. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to ask the question uh, that we always ask our guests, that you always ask our guests. Uh-huh. Um, but we've oh, never. No, you're going to ask me this question. But we have never <laughs> asked each other this question. Oh, that's true. And uh, here it goes. This one's for you, and I know I'm going to get it back. Um, <laughs> yes. If you could sit on a park bench and chat with anyone from the past, who would it be? Wow. Um, There are several answers here that I can give, but this is what I'm feeling today. This may change tomorrow or in an hour from now, but right now, this is very spontaneous, I want you to know, I would want to chat with um, probably on a more spiritual side mm-hmm. where uh, 
I would want to connect with ancestors from the past and spirit guides and um, nice. and people that are more connected and knowledgeable spiritually and um, uh, I guess just to, to find out what your purpose is in in life you know what what is it what is your goal what is what is the great creator want you to accomplish in this world um, that actually is an answer that I would expect from you yeah. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. That that would be something that I, if I were to say what I would suggest you to say, it'd be something similar along those lines. Because you are very spiritual and you're very connected in that realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good answer. Thanks. I, I don't think anybody's answered that question that way. No, so I, it was. Kind, a, it's kind of like way off. You heard. Center, you heard it here first. Yeah, that's that's my thought. But so, what I am interested to hear what I want you're you, going to say. I want you to ask me the question. Okay, I'll ask you like I am formally uh, a guest. Okay, so I'm going to ask you the question that we ask all of our guests, Rod, and that is, if you could sit on a park bench and chat with anyone from the past, who would it be? Well, I gave that some thought because I knew this is what coming up. Um, I gave it some thought, and I have to say that a lot of it has to do with what I do creatively. So I suppose the artist side of me would love to sit with these famous artists, and you can pick anyone, and they would be fascinating. And then um, the writer side would want to be sit with a writer, right? All these famous sure, writers. Sure. And um and I even thought about uh Mark Twain. He would be somebody I'd really want to sit with. But there's a lot of writers that I would love to sit and chat with. And because I like classical music, there's a lot of composers. Um there's just a lot of people that I would want on that park bench. In fact that park bench would probably turn into <laughs> a stadium, right? But certainly multiple Need to keep benches. adding on. Right. right. Okay. You know, we would sit in this big circle and everybody would talk about why and how and what they did creatively. And I could sit there and ask them questions and they could ask each other, could ask questions of each other. I think it would be fascinating. Um, could make a movie or a TV series, right? That would be kind of cool. Yeah, it would. Mm. But I, I can't. I can't name any one person because it would really depend upon me floating in and out of a particular genre, mm-hmm. and that's that's what it would be. So I didn't give a real great no. Actually, I answer. like your answer because it could be like rotating. Like you could have different people coming by, and it's kind of like a big picnic where people show up, and you don't know who's going to show up. Well, I've read a lot That's about cool. Mark Twain's life, and, and, and I have a lot of respect for the things that he did when he was running through difficult times, etc. So I think he would certainly be uh, front and center on that lineup of guests. Mm-hmm. But anyway. I, I like your answer. I think it's a cool answer. So, now I think... You know uh, what? I what? think... Um, I know we wanted to wrap up this episode yeah. and not go too long on it. Right. Um, so how about you close this episode? You're so much better at it than me. Well, I don't know about that, but I will be happy to 
close out our episode today, and I, I know that we want to thank everyone that has helped to make our podcast a success, and I especially want to thank all of our guests that we've had on the podcast that we've featured. Um, you are so greatly appreciated, and we thank you for sharing your personal stories with us, and I know that you sharing your personal stories made so much difference in the people that have listened to our podcast lives. So just know that your contribution and your the time that you took to explain about your life and your thoughts were very valued. So thank you very much. Yeah, even if you only impacted one person, and trust me, you impacted quite a few because uh, we got a lot of feedback. That's great. You know, what a great close, Angie. Thank you. Well, thank you, Ron, and thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I'm really glad you tuned in today. We hope you enjoyed the thoughts and ideas we shared with you. We post a new podcast every week, so remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. So it's bye for now from my husband Rod and I, wishing everyone a great day. (laughs) 